This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com One of the pillars of the Torah world the last 100, 150 years was definitely Rechaim Shmulevitz and everybody's heard his name but I recently read a very fascinating thing about Rechaim Shmulevitz something that really spoke to me. I saw that it was brought down that Rechaim Shmulevitz when he would learn a Masechta he would take whatever Misachta it was, and he would first lay out all the principles upon which the entire Misachta was built. And then he would plug in every single sugya into the principles that he initially laid out. And anything which deviated from that was clearly a question of how you understood it. But the principles had to lay very, very firmly in order for us to understand the complete layout of the Masechta. In a way, really everything in life is like that. We have a structure to marriage, we have a structure to chinuch, to children, we have a structure to business, a house has a structure, and when you understand the principles, then everything can sort of fit in its parameters. And it's just the way it works. It's not just that it sounds good, but it's actually that it actually functionally is good. I was recently in a business meeting, and somebody said in the meeting, an idea. And there was a bunch of people there, investors, salesmen, accountants, and one of the people jumped on the idea. And he said, wow, that idea is a brilliant idea, I love the idea. And I looked at the idea, didn't like it very much, we left the meeting, and we started talking, and the guy said, this is a great sales pitch, it's amazing. And I said, well, you know, it sounds very good, but, you know, practically, it's not very practical from an accounting standpoint. And being an accountant, the numbers just don't jive, they just don't match. And the guy said, yeah, but from a sales point, it's brilliant. I said, well, you know, that's very nice, but practically, the numbers just simply don't add up. And we came back to my office, and we were talking and my father said, what are you guys talking about? And we, I told him the idea. And my father said, uh, yeah, well, clearly it doesn't work. From a numbers perspective, it just, it just simply doesn't work. And I believe that we have various layers within understanding the complete structure of a business deal, of a home, of chinuch, of marriage. There's a very interesting conversation that goes on. Avraham turns to Eliezer and he says to Eliezer, Eliezer... I need you to go and find a wife for my son. Now, just as an aside, we all know that Parshas Chayisara is perhaps the quintessential Parsha when we talk about Shadduchim. And it's an interesting idea because almost all other Shadduchim, they sort of happen without a lot of fanfare. But the Shadduch between Yitzhak and Rivka is built up with this hype where we're supposed to be learning from the onset of a shidduch, through what you're looking for in a shidduch, through the actual shidduch, and then everything else just sort of falls into place. So let's digest this conversation for just a little bit. Avram turns to Eliezer and he says to Eliezer, I want you to go and I want you to find a wife for my son, for Yitzchak. And Eliezer says, what am I supposed to look for? And he says to him, don't look for somebody from the land of Canaan because there are, they're cursed people. You should learn from, look for somebody from my family. And then we all know that Eliezer comes and he stands before the well and he says the most famous of all tenayim, of all conditions in, in, in 
anywhere and he says, it will be the girl that will come and she will say, are you thirsty? And I will give you and I will give your camels and I will continue to give and I will give and give and give and that will be the girl that I'm going to give for Yitzchak. Sounds like beautiful story. But there's like a little bit of a question here. If I, if I were to ask you, you're going out on a date. Tell me about what you're looking for in a girl. So everybody says the same thing. I'm looking for a girl who's sweet and nice midos and, and, and great family and, you know, all this. We say all the same thing, right? Everybody, everybody looks great on paper and then she's probably OT or PT or speech therapist or whatever. Like, it, it seems all very, you know, cookie cutter. That's how we all generalize it. Somebody who's good midos and we all want somebody with good midos and it sounds very beautiful. Avraham was the Av Hamayin Goyim. Avram was the first Jew. He was probably, if not the most, one of the most spiritual people that you can ever find probably in the history of the world. Right? I mean, he was theorizing from a young age, you know, who created the world, what type of God. Chesed was all created from Hashem's Chesed to give to us, but Hashem is a Kol Yachal. Avram figured this all out from a very, very young age. And not only did he figure it out, which other people had, but he 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 taught this to people, and he started yeshivas, and he was building. Avram was a very spiritual guy, right? So, guy, I mean, Avram was Avram, Avram Avinu, right? We're talking about Avram Avinu. Yet, when it comes down to finding a shidduch for Yitzchak, the second of the Aves, he he seems to, like, not care about that whatsoever. He doesn't say... I want you to go find a girl who's a deep thinker and she's very yeshivish and she should have a mincha and my, mincha, my son's going to make a mincha but she should also be mechavet to mincha. He doesn't say any of this stuff. He just says, find a nice Jewish girl. Not Jewish, that's also fine. Just find a nice girl. How does that fit into everything that we think about when it comes to Shadokim? Nothing to do with religion, nothing to do with her mindset, nothing to do with her mincha, nothing to do with her tznias. Nothing to do with any of that. Which yeshiva, which girl school did she go to? Doesn't care about any of that. I don't care about anything. All I care that she should be a nice, sweet girl. How does that make any sense? Cervelli Lapian says a very fascinating idea. He says that a few things. Let's go slow here. First of all, you should know. He says, I'm going to tell you something that very few people focus on. Spiritual growth is challenging. But emotional growth is even more challenging. Avram and Yitzchak were master mechanchem. Master mechanchem. They took people and they were able to make them Jewish. One person after the next. The Hanefesh Asher Asu Becharan. Tons of people. The Medrash actually says, very fascinating, that Avram Avinu, when he was negotiating with the king of Sodom, after the war of the four kings and the five kings, the king of Sodom said, Give me the people, and you go take the money. And Avram said, I'm not interested in any of this. Now there's various reasons why he said that, but the Medrash says he was punished for that. Because Avram Avinu, had you stepped up and said, give me the people, you take the money, maybe the king of Sodom would have taken that deal. Avram could have had cities and cities of people that he could have converted. He could have made them understand Hashem. But he didn't, and then later on, the whole Sodom was destroyed. Avram was a master mechanic. He had the ability to turn people around, even the lowest people in the world. 
So says Reveli Lapian, he did not care if this girl knew nothing about spirituality. Didn't care. I could change her. She doesn't know anything about Hashem. I'll, she grew up in a house of Avedi No problem. I also grew up in a house of Avedi I know exactly where she's coming from. I will teach her. She will grow. She will develop into one of the Imahis. I have no problem about that. She doesn't have good midos. I can't work with that. She doesn't have good emotions. I can't work with that. I, I, I can't teach somebody how to feel somebody else's pain. I can't work with that. There's just nothing there. So he tells Eliezer, go and find somebody who their midos are pure. And Eliezer doesn't understand this. And he says to Avram, we all know the famous measure, he says to Avram, how about my own daughter? You know, what if I don't find somebody from outside? You know, maybe, maybe, maybe my own daughter is fit for this. And Avram says to him, no, you are error. What do you mean you're error? Eliezer Ever Avram says to Avram, Avram, I am your top Talmud. I know everything. I know every Rashi Taisvis. I know everything. I'm the smartest Talmud you have. And Avram says to him, yeah, because I made that out of you. But emotions? Emotions are not there. Emotions are lacking. I'm not interested in you. I want somebody who has healthy emotions. That's going to be the girl who's going to marry my son Yitzchak. And he takes it a step further. And he says that I'm Malik. The worst nation, we, we have a chiv to kill them. If they want to convert, we accept the conversion. Amma who didn't greet us with a smiling face, oh, you cannot convert. Why not? Because Amalek is an ideological, spiritual battle. But so long as you overcome that, which is possible, we're willing to accept you. But Amma you have rotten emotions, you don't know how to feel for people, you don't know how to feel their pain, you don't know how to connect with them. We're not interested in you. You don't, you don't have a chance. You, you don't understand what it means to connect to a block Gemara. You don't understand what it means to connect to a wife. You don't understand what it means to connect to your children. The way a Jewish person has a heart. You don't have that heart. You're missing that. So we're not interested in you. What a deep idea. So you're looking for a spouse. What are you looking for? You're looking for somebody who has that built into them. I want to take this to a very deep level that so many couples are lacking and missing in understanding and it leads to so much frustration and it's because they're missing such a critical element within marriage. Ask yourself, what did I do for my spouse today? I bet you have a good list. It's probably something like this. I went to work, I made money, paid the bills, took care of the kids, made some food, did the laundry, took the kid to the doctor, made some appointments, booked some after-hour program for the kids, maybe drove the kids to school, picked them up from school. Right? These are the lists. This is what we do for our family. And what happens in so many relationships is that we forget that there's two parts of the relationship. There is the functional part of marriage. You have to be functional. You need to pay the mortgage. You need to keep the lights on. You need to go shopping. You need to take your kid to the doctor. You need to do, you need, you need all those needs. The laundry gotta be done and the dishes gotta be done, all that stuff. And that is so important. 
But in the scale of a relationship, Avram Avinu tells Eliezer that is not a relationship. A relationship is an emotional connection with a spouse. So you could work all day with your spouse. That is worth zero. You can drive your child an hour each way to the doctor and sit with him in the waiting room while the kid is throwing up and hold his hand and hold his head and do all of those things. And that is worth five points out of a thousand. What? But I'm such a great spouse. I'm such a great father. I did so much for my kids. I did so much for my wife. Why don't they appreciate me more? Why don't they think that I love them? I, I Look at this house. Look at this mortgage bill. Look at all the things that I did. The answer is on a functional level, it's gewaldic. It's great. You're so good. But an emotional level, if, you're, if your list doesn't consist of, I took off time to prioritize my spouse. I took my spouse on a walk. I, I, I made a date with my child. I took them out for ice cream. I sat there. I listened to their day. We sat on a bench in the park and I watched him instead of playing on my phone and I held his hand and I pushed him on the swings and I chatted with him. If those things are not built into your day, into your week, into your month, something, then the emotional batteries that each person has, they are drained. And what happens in so many cases with so many couples is there's such a frustration because your spouse turns to you and says to you in the following words, I am not happy. But they don't say those words, I'm not happy. They communicate to you. They get upset at you. They're just down. They're not in a good place. They're not in a good mood. And we go, I don't understand what in the world is going on over here. How could you possibly be upset at me? I drove the kids to school today. I got them bathed. I did the laundry. I made supper. I paid the bills. I went to work. Don't you see how hard I am working? But you know what? If you worked a little smarter, you would not have to work harder. Working smarter means understanding that the core of each relationship is emotional. You sign up to an emotional relationship with your spouse. And when you give your spouse what they need in an emotional way and what they need, not what somebody else needs, not what you want to give, not what somebody else's spouse wants, what they need on an emotional level, and you truly give it to them on a consistent basis, consistent basis, all the time, even if it's just two to three minutes, even if it's just a card, even if it's just a little walk around the block, even if it's just a kiss on the head, I'm proud of you, I'm so happy to be married to you. I'm so happy to be your father, your friend. That is building a marriage. That is building a child. And so many people, they miss this critical element. They think to themselves, I'm such a great, fill in the blank, father, mother, spouse, husband, wife. I'm so great because I'm so functional. Abraham Avinu turns to Eliezer and he says to him, don't confuse what's error, what's cursed. Don't think because your daughter Davin's mincha, because she's Eliezer's daughter, she must be such a religious girl. That's such a gavalda geshida for my son, for Yitzchak. Oh, that girl is error. That girl doesn't feel people's pain. That girl's going to be a terrible wife for my son, for Yitzchak. She might be the most functional woman in the world, she might have all the elements to be the best of the Mahis because she was growing up in my house, 
in Avram's house. How good of, a, of, an, of one of the mice could this girl be? She herself would create Mincha. Yitzchak didn't have to create Mincha. This girl's the most religious girl in the world. Amazing. Avram turns to Eliezer and he says to him, that girl is horror. I want Baruch. Baruch is a girl who has a healthy emotional outlook on life. That she cares for other people and that she connects to them on an emotional level. Everything else can be learned. This development from a young age, or at least when you sign the Ksuba, you sign up to understanding that you're going to develop this, that is called Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.